0: Hello and welcome back to Empowering, a podcast designed to help you navigate your eating disorder recovery as well as just offer you some general advice based on my own experience as well as some research. Disclaimer, I'm not a medical professional, I'm not trained in this field, I can only offer you advice based on my own personal experience and take what I say with a pinch of salt also trigger warning I will be talking about eating disorders in quite some depth as well as in this episode share other people's experiences as well so if you do not feel like you're in a great place to listen to this podcast do not put yourself through it however I ensure that this podcast is a safe space free from numbers free from calorie talk or anything like that uh, during this episode so let's just get into it what has been happening in my life since my last podcast episode which i only uploaded about two days ago so not much has gone on in my life however i do have a little win for you so last night well yesterday i was feeling awful about myself i had very bad uh self-esteem i was bored stiff because i knew i was going to work at like four-ish but i had nothing else to do before then so i was just lying in bed doing nothing, writing. Oh, I'm writing a novel at the moment, by the way. That's also kind of filling up my time. But I was doing nothing. I felt like shit. So then I text, um, some people, asked what I should do. And then I decided I was going to dress up for work. Now, if you know me, or, yeah, if you know me, like, uh, well enough, or you know me in real life, then you will know that I do not put a single bit of effort into the way I look when I'm in work. I will show up in hoodies, I'll show up in sport leggings, I'll show up in joggers. I do not care because I work in a hospital office, but I'm not on the main desk. So really it doesn't matter what I wear because no one can see me except the other workers and they just know that I'm the type of person who will just show up in my gym clothes. But yesterday I decided I had some time to kill. I had like two hours. I straightened my hair, I put some makeup on I put on a really nice outfit and I just felt so good about myself. For the first time in so long, I felt so good about myself and I was actually excited to go to work because I feel like when you feel good, you do good as well and you're excited about things because usually I'm scared to be seen or perceived, I'm scared of people looking at me and thinking, shit, she's ugly or whatever. So when I felt good yesterday, I was excited to go to work anyway that's not the recovery win well it kind of is because I felt good but I then was meant to go out and meet some friends after work so I take myself to this bar to this pub and I'm sitting there and I get a text saying that one of my friends can't come and the other one forgot her ID and she had some family stuff going on so obviously she couldn't come and I was sitting in this bar looking so fucking good and I decided to just just order myself a glass of wine which sounds like such a stupid thing but like the fact that first of all i did it alone and i ordered something i wanted even though there are obviously calories in wine and you i don't know how to explain this but usually i mean for a long time during my eating disorder i never drank, i never drank a thing like a piece of alcohol, a piece of what am I saying? You understand what I'm talking about. I never drank alcohol because of my eating disorder, but in recovery, when I go out with my friends, I will drink alcohol. However, I wasn't with my friends yesterday. I decided that I would enjoy this glass of wine by myself, so I just had a little date moment with myself. I wasn't in a great mood. Um, my BPD was kind of in a was kind of throwing things at me. But I genuinely was actually very content and happy and peaceful and strong enough to order myself a glass of wine and drink it for no reason. It wasn't to, like, not miss out or to fit in or to make sure I have a great night. No, it was just because I wanted one. And I think that's a great win. In today's episode, I went on my Instagram, Ems in Recovery and asked some of you amazing people to answer some questions for me by sending me voice notes which I will incorporate on this podcast so I asked four questions and I got a lot of responses but obviously I couldn't fit everyone in but the people I did manage to get in I'm very grateful for also my mic is broken so I'm having to physically hold it um so I'm sorry about that if it causes any audio disruptions, but the first question I asked was what made you choose recovery? Hi, I'm
1: Millie. I am in recovery from anorexia and I'm so excited to be here. Um, I chose recovery because I was just exhausted of living like I was living at the time. Um. I had gone through this illness for a long time and no one really knew about this except for one other person in my life so I felt really alone and I didn't feel like I was understood by others and I was just tired of not having any life at all I was just existing every day doing the same things in and out and just really wanted to have something different and work towards being healthy again?
2: I chose recovery because I was fed up of feeling like I was living a double life and I was very performative and I would sit there and I would list like all the things that I could do if I recovered but I never walked a walk. And also I chose recovery because of the impact that it was
3: having or my family and I didn't wanna see them hurt anymore. I work with the children and I'm like in charge of when they're eating and making sure they're eating enough. And I'm just like watching like how free they are when they eat. They would be excited over eat anything and never have a second thought. And also thinking about like, how am I working when I have no energy? Like work is a lot more fun when I have a lot of energy. And like even going out with my friends and my family, like I want the energy because I'm so tired of staying in bed, having no energy to get up. Like that was not not a great time. And that's like why I chose coffee because I realised that there's more to life when I can never achieve where what I want to achieve if I'm stuck in a place that was really, 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 really dark. I'm currently 16. When I was 11,
4: I began to develop a disordered relationship with food. Whether that would be characterised as an eating disorder then or which eating disorder would be characterised as, I'm not sure. But for these past five years, that has been the forefront of my life. When making friends, enjoying being a teenager and trying to do well at school should have been my focus. At the beginning of this year, after relapsing pretty badly, even though I have been trying to get help, I had to be taken to the hospital, was denied help because my observations were okay, apparently. And then had to go back a few days later after a suicide attempt because I was so hopeless. As traumatising as that night was, I really did realise that I was the only one really on my side. The only one who knew how all these things felt and the only one that could really change things. I felt so sorry for myself. I literally just hugged myself and cried and swore like that was my time. The suffering was done. I had to change something, and I was going to because I didn't deserve to live a life like that. I did not deserve to feel like that. What made me choose
5: recovery was kind of learning that I have to recover to live the life that I want. There isn't isn't a future where I can restrict whilst also pursuing everything that I want to and kind of weighing up is living according to anorexia is that really worth it or is you know having the job I've always wanted making friends actually doing things is that more important to me than you know restriction and the kind of miserable life that that actually is
0: so what made me choose recovery was I was very tired of living my life. I was sick of living my life. I was in a very dark place mentally and the anorexia had driven me to a point where I was feeling incredibly suicidal and I was acting upon it and genuinely I don't think that without recovery I would actually be here because I was fed up of living my life to a point where it was quite dangerous and i didn't see a way out for myself unless i chose recovery and when i was at rock bottom i remember thinking to myself i've got nothing to lose if i choose recovery so let's just try it and if it doesn't work out i can always do what i was going to do i can always revert back But because I've been doing so well in recovery and because life has gotten so much better and my mental health has gotten so much better, I no longer have those thoughts that once ruled my life. And I now look forward to the future as compared to not thinking there was a future for me. And that's because of recovery. So the second question that I asked is what advice would you give yourself for when you weren't in
4: recovery? So
0: for
5: what advice I would give to myself when I wasn't in recovery I would say you know your life is so small when you're not recovering your life is so small and it is from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep all you are thinking about is restriction not eating or things like that and once you actually say fuck it and do the difficult parts of recovery, It it's so worth it. And, you know, the bad bits really don't even come close to how good the good bits are.
3: advice i would give myself if i wasn't in recovery which is also advice i give myself pretty much daily because i know that recovery is like an up and down thing like sometimes you are like oh my god i'm recovering i'm really happy and other times like i want to give up so advice i give myself constantly is that i want to live my life and i said this before but i deserve to live a life and no one can make me recover Like no one in this world can recover other than myself and I deserve to let the younger Yaz have a life worth living. I will never get better. I will never be truly happy until I have recovered from my eating disorder and that is what I'm trying to do and that is something that I want to work towards because I'm not wasting any more years. That is what I'm not doing and no one, yeah, I wish I told that to everyone. Recently I've realised that a lot of things
4: in my personal life have impeded my ability to recover and truly get better. Things that for the majority of my life, until like two months ago, I didn't even realise what problems or understood how they had affected me. So I think the advice I would give to myself is that things seem impossible, recovery seems impossible, and maybe they are in the situation you're in right now. And the work you need to do is about getting yourself out of that situation so you can truly recover. A lot of the time you see people recovering, saying that they wouldn't have been able to do it without their supportive family and all these people loving them and helping them. And when you don't relate to that, it can feel like there is really no way you can get better without it. But that's the thing. You're recovering for yourself. So you don't need anyone other than yourself. And you need to help yourself to be in the best situation possible so that you can truly recover and live the life that you deserve to. No one else
1: something i'd say to myself when i wasn't in recovery would be to accept help from others and reach out sooner or whenever i felt like i just wasn't doing well because yeah i would really just tell myself that it's okay to need more help and to accept that you're struggling and there's nothing wrong that will come out of that and yeah that's something I would advise to anyone starting recovery or who's really stuck in any in an eating disorder would be to just know that you deserve help and you deserve to feel better. And
5: yes.
0: The advice I would give myself before I started recovery was trust the process because it is terrifying letting go of what's comfortable, not knowing what's gonna happen ahead, not knowing if you're gonna hate it and regret it, all of these things. And I would tell myself to trust the process because it is a process. And at first it's gonna suck and it's gonna be so hard because you have to go against everything that feels most natural to you. And so you have to trust that things will work out because I think we tell ourselves a lot that we're the exception and that people are lying when they say recovery is worth it or gaining weight's worth it or gaining weight means you get your life back. I think we convince ourselves that people are lying but that's just an excuse to postpone recovery. You need to trust the process and realize these people are telling the truth because they have lived through recovery and gotten out on the other side. The third question I asked is what keeps you going in your recovery? So like what motivates you? Something that keeps me going in my
1: recovery is figure skating. I wouldn't be able to skate if i weren't in a position of recovery and if i were to go back to anorexia this wouldn't be possible so um skating and being able to actually enjoy the sport i am doing and just being present every day is something that i value a lot and why i keep recovering um
2: what keeps me going in recovery so um obviously my family keeps me going in recovery um my faith keeps me going in recovery um also the fact that i know that i'm going to uni next year is really really helpful because i know that i've got something to aim for and also yeah just all of the guys on my instagram account and my whatsapp and everything like that my amazing like friends and family just keep me going so much and I'm so grateful for
5: them. Uh, What keeps me going in recovery is kind of learning more about myself, learning that I am funny but I'm only funny when my head isn't consumed with the thought of what am I having for lunch. Um, I'm doing more in a day now than I did in like months when I was restricting. Um, I can challenge myself and I can be kind to myself and I can help others. And that is genuinely the happiness that I was looking for, that recovery was able to give me.
4: While recovery communities can have a lot of cons, whether that be on Instagram or TikTok, I think they also have a lot of benefits. And for me, people like Ro Mitchell have been the motivation for me to start recovering and continue to recover and without them i never would have even imagined or considered it so i'm so grateful to them but i think you need to realize that those aren't reliable consistent sources of motivation and that the only thing that's consistent and reliable is yourself and the motivation you get from yourself so one thing that i found is really important is being able to connect with and think about and think about looking after my younger self by looking at pictures or having videos or making pinterest boards where it's like pictures of me when I was younger so I can look at them and think how would I treat her and then that's the way I need to treat myself because it's no different.
3: The thing that keeps me in recovery is my friends and family. Like my whole family, my family at all do not know anything about my insult at all but they don't understand like how much they keep me going, like being able to spend time with them and like maybe if I want to just go grab a meal and like have these spontaneous trips, that's something that like I missed doing and I get to do that now and I do not want to ever not be able to do that. Like it's I don't think anything like describes that kind of feeling with people that you love who love you and you're able to just do anything without limits. That's something that keeps me in recovery. and I think it's also just looking at my pictures of my younger self and I said this before as well but looking at my my younger self and seeing like how free she was and if she were to look at me right now how would she feel would she feel happy or would she just feel like like a bit disappointed I'm doing it for her I'm doing it for baby I'm actually doing it for baby
0: what keeps me going in recovery is definitely the people around me my friends are so supportive, and have stood by me through so much, and I kind of want to do it for them, but also some days when I don't feel like doing it for myself, I think it's important to kind of have a an external reason, you know? So, going to university, I'm going to university in September, I want to be healthy enough, to have a full university experience because I was told quite a few times by my eating disorder therapist, by my team, that I wasn't gonna be well enough to go to uni. Well, they couldn't stop me, but they encouraged me to stay at home until I was well enough because they told me that a lot of people who go to university at a certain weight, or not even at a certain weight, but just in general, people with eating disorders in university who are not managing well, they are most likely going to drop out. And I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be that person. So that's one of the external reasons that keeps me going when I don't feel so much like doing it for myself. And the final question I asked is, what have you gained from recovery?
3: Um, I've gained my personality back. I'm actually a human being who can laugh, who can jump around. I can go to a shop and find really cute clothes and be like oh my god I'm gonna wear this and like I can get dressed to go and meet out my friends and not feel embarrassed or like oh my god like of course there are bad days and the days that are hard but there are way more good days than bad days um yeah the main thing is being able to think without having food on your mind 24 7 because that was not fun but yeah that's something I've gained from recovery. There's a simple
2: answer to the next question. I've gained life, full, abundant life.
4: I only consider myself to be about four months in real recovery. And while I know that the longer I'm in recovery for and the more I'm able to battle my eating disorder, the more benefits I'll be able to reap, the truth is that without recovery, I just would not be here. Recovery gave me my life back and it gave that little girl who was hurt and felt and experienced things she never should have felt or experienced the chance to live the life she truly deserved, to learn that she was loved and cared about and worth something as difficult as she finds that to believe. Honestly, these past four months have been priceless and so much better than these past five years of faking recovery and pretending everything was okay when it wasn't. Thinking about it now, I'm so motivated to keep going because it has truly given me so much and I know that there's so much more it can give me.
1: Over the past year I have gained so much in recovery, Um, I have gained my relationships back, the ability to actually um, listen to others, engage in conversations, um, have energy to go out and walk, I have been um, more into my creative sides, I've been able to write again, which is something I lost when I was really ill. So, um, yeah, recovery has given me my life back and I am really appreciative of the life that I have now um, because of choosing recovery.
5: In terms of what recovery has given me, um, I think it has given me a personality. I, for so long, was this you know, sort of ghost of myself, Um, and I think you only really realise that once you're in recovery, but when you're restricting, you are this shell of a person that, you know, can't make jokes, can't interact in the same way that you can when you are fueling your body. I have become more of a person and kind of learnt more about myself in recovery than I did for God,
0: however many years I was really, really ill. Recovery has given me everything back that I never even realized my eating disorder took from me. I have my humor back. I have my personality back. I have my attention span back. I can have fun conversations. I can concentrate. I can just enjoy food without obsessing over calories Or what I'm gonna have to do to compensate for it. I could not express how much I've gained from recovery because as someone who was very much convinced recovery wasn't for me or that my purpose in this world was to destroy myself and kill myself, I have changed my perspective of life completely because of recovery and now I want to look after myself. I want to have a good life. I want a future, which are all things recovery has given me. And I know, especially after listening to these girls talk, that it's a very common thing in recovery for you to feel like you've got your life back, to feel like you've got your personality back, for your relationships to be so much better. And If anyone is listening to this and thinks that they are the exception or that recovery is the worst choice or they're too scared to gain weight or they're too scared to let their eating disorder go, here are five, six including me, people who have suffered from an eating disorder who have probably had the exact same thought of you, as you, sorry about that, as you, have had the same thoughts of oh I don't want to recover I'm scared to recover. And we've all gotten to this point because of recovery where we are grateful for recovery and we are excited about the future. And I hope that lets you know, I hope that reinforces what I'm about to say next. Recovery is something you will not regret simply because of how much it brings to you. Your eating disorder takes things away from you but recovery gives you those things back, but it also gives you more. And that's something you're gonna have to experience for yourself because recovery is not just about thought, it's about action. You can think that you want to get better, you can be motivated, you can be so sick and tired of your eating disorder, but if you're not putting in the action to recover, to do those things that it's gonna take to get you better, then you're going to be standing still in the same place until you start taking action. I hope today's podcast has given you some insight into different people's experiences of recovery, not just my own, and this was a very complicated episode to edit, I'm not going to lie, but I really just hope that it gives you some inspiration, some motivation, and just let you know that recovery is going to be the best decision you could make for yourself. I want to say the biggest thank you to the girls who took part in this. I really do. And I will link their Instagrams below. And you can check out their amazing pages, check out how amazing they all are. And I just want to again say thank you so much for partaking in this podcast episode. Because I think it's very important to share different people's experiences and not just my own. But if you like today's podcast episode, if you like the podcast, give it a review. And you can follow me on Instagram. I now have a podcast, Instagram. It's Empowering Podcast with two. Two T's at the end, sorry, I did have a brain fog moment. Um, my recovery account, M's in Recovery, and then my personal is Emily Donaher. You can find me on TikTok at M's Love Letters with a Z at the end, or you can email me at eatitebatitpodcast at gmail.com. Again, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you in the next one.